Hey guys, welcome back to Off Script. I'm Connor. I'm Brandon. And we just saw Aladdin here. A uh, lot of thoughts to it. Right before we get into that, I just want to give a hand to Brendan because he had two big things happen this week. Oh, yeah. No, a, that's he, forever ago. He done graduated. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And two, his Toronto Raptors are in the finals. Let's go. That's even more exciting than graduating high school. Like, seriously, it is. I told Brendan it's incredible. You know, as someone who is part of a tortured fan base, uh, my teammate the Final Four and won a title, and now his tortured fan base is in the finals. It feels nice winning once in a while. Yeah, it's really great, actually, because I'm just happy to be here. I don't have hope, really, that we're going to win, <laughs> but, I mean, we're, I'm just happy to be here. It's, yeah, pretty great. It's like Tom Holland at the, or Peter Parker at the Avengers. That's I'm good. just happy to be here. At Civil War? Yeah. Hey, exactly. hey guys. Uh, so we saw Aladdin, though. Enjoyed it? A lot of thoughts going into the movie, uh, including why Disney continues to do these live-action remakes, and we'll get to all that soon. Uh, one thing to make sure you guys are aware of, subscribe. Um, I know I only say it about eight times a podcast, <laughs> but keep subscribing, uh, rate, review. We're always looking for all that. We are trying to get Rotten Tomatoes certified, so please make sure to go on there. Uh, just review us. Make sure you give us five stars, or you don't have to if you don't want to, but ideally. Um, you know, if it's if lower... If you like us, then like... Yeah, that's true. If you don't like us, then get out of here. Anyway, uh, for real though, great show for you guys today. Uh, Let's just jump right in. All right, Brendan, uh, you really like the original Aladdin movie. Uh, and there's a lot to like about it. So you saw this movie, uh, I guess we saw it last Friday. Uh, what were your initial? What was your initial reaction to it? You know, I thought that, well, I didn't know what my expectations were going in, because, like, I, I knew, I don't know, I knew that there kind of wasn't any really way you could, like, mess these kind of things up. It's just not, like, like, we talked about Beauty and the Beast after we saw it. Yep. Like, that movie was good and fine, but it wasn't great, and, like, clearly that was their first attempt. They're getting better every time. So, this was another, it was a step ahead. I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was faithful to the original. And I thought overall it was, it was good. Yeah, it's a solid movie. There's no glaring issues. Not, not at all. I will say though, I felt a little bland. Uh, in just the once the movie's over, it's like okay, like that was great. Um, but now I, I don't need to see this movie again. Uh, so let's jump right in though, because there were some really positive moments that we had in the movie. So our favorite performances here. I'm just going to start and go with the obvious one. So, guys, if you've seen the movie, we can all agree that this is probably Will Smith's best movie in years. Yeah. I mean, what was this last great movie that he made? Yeah, I... I, I don't even know what... I mean... Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember. Well, he gets a chance just to kind of be funny, be goofy, and also he's able to showcase all of his, like, wide range of talents from singing, has a lot of dancing. Yeah. So, overall, high rating for Will Smith... Really good yeah. genie, and I think more importantly, the question was, uh, one, is he going to try to mimic Robin Williams? Because you can't really do that, uh, especially when Robin Williams was ad-libbing a lot of the stuff he had. So I think he, Will Smith did a good job of understanding like the talent Robin Williams had there, right? Mm-hmm. But then also putting his own spin on it without really touching anything Robin Williams did. Yeah. Two, though, CGI, I don't know if it was good, but it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. So I wasn't ever 
sitting there like, oh, man, yeah. like, this is it so was, unrealistic. It's a lot better than the first trailer, I can tell you that. Yeah, much. a lot of touch-ups. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of, like, I think it got better as the movie went on with yes. the CGI. Like, clearly they touched up more stuff, or they had more time to touch up stuff in, towards the middle to the end of the movie than they did as when, like, the genie was first introduced. Which is fine, because, like, even in the, like, animated version, the genie's, like, he gets more human-like as it goes on. Yeah, certainly. So, and I think that I would, that was the, that was the case uh, in the newer version. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I thought the CGI was was fine. I mean, I, it was better than Beauty and the Beast. Like, let's, I mean, I think we can come to so that sentence. Let's actually sit here, and I'd like to, if it's all right with you, let's just kind of compare these two movies throughout the process, right? Because I think right? they can be very easily compared. Yes, they're two Disney classics came out, I think, about a year apart, yeah. maybe two. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast was... 91. 90, or... I want to say like I want to say it was like eighty nine, but it's not eighty nine. No, that's a little more. It was ninety, I think. Yeah, ninety or ninety one, and then Aladdin was the next one. Yes, and then Lion King was after that. So, um, so with that in mind, the live action Beauty and the Beast remake. The issue I think we have is, I mean, one when you watch the animated movie, you can get behind it because essentially it's all boys on their cartoons. But I like the Beast in that a lot. I think they do a good job of portraying like facial features. And the new remake, it's weird because you realize, all right, there's a girl literally just talking to a teapot. Nothing is believable in the... In the yeah, <laughs> I mean... There's nothing about it that, even though it's live action and, like, more human, it is at the same time less believable than the animated version, which doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but you're exactly right. It's very difficult to get on board there. And Emma Watson, God bless her... They only put her in the movie, though, because she's a pretty girl yeah. and they're trying to get some nostalgia money. Yeah, um, She can't sing. No, not really. Yo, right. At least Naomi Scott for Jasmine. I mean, she can at least sing. So yeah, well, Naomi that Scott, you can tell that a lot of her singing was her actual voice and not auto-tune. Right. Emma Watson, 100% she, auto-tune. Yeah. Emma Watson is the most auto-tuned, like, one of the most auto-tuned singers in a movie I've probably ever heard. Right. But Naomi Scott, like, I, like I'm very good at picking out auto-tune because I'm a singer. So, like, I can pick out what auto-tune is. I could tell that Will Smith had auto-tune on. Which is fine. Like he's he's a rapper. Like mostly. Let's oh be yeah. Like, but and it's fine. He also he was, doesn't need to be a great he was singer. Neither talk Robin singing. Williams. I would say that this movie requires yeah. more talk singing yeah, yeah. from the genie. Yeah. Too. Neither, neither is Robin Williams. Yeah. He's not a great singer. Let's be honest. Uh, the guy who played Aladdin was fine. Auto tune for a little bit, but he was fine. But Naomi Scott was like honestly, I think great because I don't, I didn't hear much auto tune. Well, her. as her best friend, she's a singer. So, so guys, I actually, I, I met her once. Yeah. It was during a UVA basketball game. She was being pretty annoying. Um, <laughs> Connor wanted to just watch the game. I was like, can you stop? And I'm trying to watch the ACC championship. To to yeah. Movie, so. <laughs> She's like sitting two feet away from me and is like, so what's your name again? And I'm like, please stop. <laughs> anyway. Thick British accent, which I yeah. had no idea she had a British accent until yeah. I watched a video of them like answering questions for BuzzFeed on YouTube. Yeah. And I was just like. So, Amina, what is the next question? I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, pardon? <laughs> that was incredible. Like, I, she is a great American accent. That is amazing. Well, and so to, I guess, bounce back to what we were saying though about Will Smith. Will Smith captures the character in a different way. They also write the script differently for him. I think Guy Ritchie did a good job directing him and mm-hmm. kind of guiding him through. And he plays more of an advisory role in the movie mm-hmm. rather than. Than being the star of the movie, I guess it sounds weird, but yeah, uh, you know he he's the star of it, but he not as much as in the original, mm-hmm. where you know Robin Williams more. He just has less lines, I think. Yeah, very much so. 
Um, I think he just talks less. And then, yeah, it's also a two-hour movie, which the original I think is like an hour twenty. Yeah. So if that's the case, I mean, you have an original movie add forty minutes to it. Well, what are you putting in that forty minutes, right? right. It's probably more one-on-one time with Aladdin. More mm-hmm. so. I did like that. Let's actually jump to your favorite uh, performance, if you're good with that. Yeah. So I just learned how to pronounce this guy's name. Mena Masood is the guy who plays Aladdin. I thought he did an exceptionally good job with this role because it's such a weird character to play because you have to, like, be believable as someone who could survive on their own but also, like, sound like a child. <laughs> it's like, let's be honest. And, like, you have, like, he has to be able to be sustainable in the wild in the city. And also completely be like a 14-year-old boy. But, man, it's a little too young. But anyway, like 16 years old. But he he did a great job. I, I, I think his, his singing was good. His acting was great because he was like just, he, he's a really believable character. And you like honestly believed that this guy would be in this situation because he was totally believable. You believe that he was surviving on his own. Because he was all that time kind of like, oh, I've done this before, and it's not for like, just trust me, do all this stuff. And it's I, like, super like, just like boyish. I do like a lot of that with him, and yeah. agree with you. It's felt like, all right, Sparky here is able to get around the city, yeah. and probably be a little bit of a thief. However, my only problem is everyone knows him. Yeah. So if they all know him, they already know he's a thief, why don't they just arrest him for, yeah. <laughs> for uh, yeah, stealing. But yeah. agreed, it was nice seeing him be very, I guess, uncomfortable in mm-hmm. his skin toward once he becomes, you know, the prince and everything. Because, uh, I mean, that's a good scene where he's just sitting there and he's like, um, I have n- no idea what I'm doing. What, what to do at all. Yeah, and basically Will Smith is a genius. And they're like, oh, man. I'm like trying to fiddle, yeah. you know, fiddle everything behind the scenes to help him out. So, um, but yeah, I, I agree. Uh, congratulations to you too. You guys are going to be up for scripting nominations later this year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, probably not. That's all right. So, uh, favorite scene. Brendan, let's just jump in for your favorite scene. Uh, a lot of good ones to pick. What do you go with? Okay, so my favorite scene um, was one... This is the scene where I was the most, like... The chemistry was working the most, and it was, like... I was most into it. That, that's what qualifies for my favorite scene. My favorite scene is when they leave the Cave of Wonders when he uses his first wish to get out of the cave. And they're in this, like, just kind of, like, a desert. It's, like, outside of Agrabah, but it's, like, in the desert. And he's, like, they're talking about, well, and the genies, like, talking, like, all right, what are you going to use your wishes on? And Lion's, like, mm, I haven't really thought of that yet. And Lion's, like, well, usually people just wish for, like, money, money. And it's, like, like right. super, like, and it's, like, wah, like, evil laughs. And then he's, like, it's just Will Smith totally just, just kind of, like, ad-libbing it, kind of like what Robin Williams did. And then Aladdin kind of says, well, I can, can you make me a prince? And the genie says, well, there's a lot of gray area there. I could just make you a prince. And then, like, makes a prince appear. And it's just, like, super funny. They're in, like, this bungalow or cabana that he just made, like the genie. Because they're yeah, somewhere to sit in the he, desert. He's sipping on martini. Yeah, he's just <laughs> drinking, like, a martini. He has human skin. It was it was super funny, and the chemistry worked. And I, that was my favorite scene, just because they were playing off each other. And it, and it really worked, and I thought it was, it was my favorite scene. It was really well done. I, I liked in that scene where he asked the genie, well, what would you wish for? He's like, no one's ever asked me for that. Yeah, that. And he basically is like asking him, where's where's the guy in charge? Mm-hmm. Because it's clearly not you. And he says, well, I mean, that, I'm all they got. So I did like the banner between the two of them. Uh, my favorite scene kind of piggybacks off where you started. We see a good bond between both of them. And 
as we mentioned, the scene where after uh, Prince Ali, he walks in the palace, he completely <clears throat> whiffs. I'm completely whiffs here. And keeps saying the you know, lines along, along the nice context of, you know, I'm here to buy you, right? Yeah. And then they go to this dinner party, and he's talking to Will Smith, and he says, maybe just be yourself. He's like, go over there. She's by herself. Go dance with her. And he kind of, like, magically sends him on over. Yeah. And so they're talking, and then they do this dance scene, but it's it's really well done, well choreographed especially. Yeah, super, super. Will Smith is essentially playing a puppet master with him. So he's, like, controlling him essentially and making sure Aladdin can do this and that. Well, I think your boy Mina Masood was awesome in being just a terrible dancer. <laughs> and then... Finally, yeah. kind of like relinquish control and it's like, all right, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a super fun scene. Yeah, it's totally like you understand that he is just not at all understand what's going on. Yeah, he's he is so confused. He's out. Yeah, and he is relying on the genie to pretty much do everything for him, which is a super funny. And so I like that. <laughs> and genie's just come on, man, help me out, help me help you. Like, you ever been to a party before? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, You're not ruining my night. <laughs> Uh, cool. All right, let's jump into the best change from the animated version. Now, with Aladdin, the original, few few aspects in it that were good, not so good. You know, Jafar is kind of a weird villain in the original because he's very mustache twirly, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really know his whole, I guess, like what his deal is. And I like how in this movie they bring a little more political dynamic to it. I want to make fun of Disney. However, I love the Disney live actions. For some reason now, we have to be obsessed with the parents that aren't there because my guess is a few people on Twitter made fun of them for why is it always a parent's dead and we don't have any explanation. We don't know anything about them. They're like, oh, shoot. All right, you're right. We have to figure this out. Uh, But we find out that Jasmine's mom is from a local province i don't know it's such an ass yeah we'll call it a secrete it was something along those lines but (laughs) yeah it don't matter (laughs) essentially jafar is like hey let's go take them over let's send the army in let's Mm -hmm. go kill them he's like a warmonger basically yeah he is a warmonger and he's not i mean he's not as cunning and we'll get to that later but i like the fact that they kind of bring that into it and that there are other kingdoms surrounding agrabah and they aren't just by themselves Mm -hmm. Because in the original, I know it, se- it seems like Agrabah is like the only place that exists. Oh yeah, and and everything is going on, and like they're the only ones like know about this, and like they're the only ones that care. And it's like it's kind of just like if you kind of just shrunk everything down to one place and you just stuck everything there, it's it's like if you took everything else out but New York City. Yeah, and New York City was like the only place that like over like have all this going miles on miles and miles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So I'm glad that they like put this in context of like a world. Yes. And it's it, like in of the world instead of just the city. And to go into that a little more, because with Jafar saying, hey, I want to go and kill basically all these other kingdoms and take them over, it actually allows for Naomi Scott and Jasmine's role to really expand. And now mm-hmm. she has a much more pronounced Definitely. role of, you know, I've been preparing to rule my entire life. I like, I like that a lot. Yes. What that. So I think that that's a big change. I like political Jafar because it kind of opens up the board now mm-hmm. for everything that can happen throughout the movie is the reason why yeah. he wants all this stuff. Yeah. The more that they 
expanded his character, the more let other characters also expand. Exactly. And again, they have more time than the original to do yes. this. So it completely made sense why they would try to expand. It opens the plot up completely. Yeah. Yes. And and then that allows Jasmine now to be more of a voice in the kingdom and in the palace, I guess that's a better way yeah. to put it. Because uh, no one apparently knows who she is because she never goes out of her yeah. house. But for some reason, the first five minutes we see her out of the house, don't worry, guys, ignore the plot. Uh, but <laughs> why well, look at details? But yeah, so I do like the change with Jafar being more warmongery. And then mm-hmm. it shows Jasmine as more of a benevolent leader, as someone who yeah. the people like and will most likely be able to get behind because she's into helping everyone around win the borders yeah, and yeah. not going totally. into and you know, basically looting. And yeah. As someone who just saw Game of Thrones, I mean, guys, it turns out sacking a city is horrifying. Yeah. So <laughs> You just burn everything. And just yeah, everyone is just dead. Uh, so <laughs> you show that because family time. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, you're right. I mean, I did... In the original, Jasmine and Jafar, their kind of relationship is a lot less than what it is in this reboot. It's more reboot. creepy old man it's, it's into a pretty young girl. It's, it's weird because you don't believe that, like, Jafar would want to marry her in the end and, like, just take over. It's like, it's kind of creepy. Like, yes. get away from her. Look, I think Jafar in the original was more interesting in the sense of, I'm kind of in this to rule. Like, I want to be on top. But then they're like, oh, well, you need to marry her. And he kind of goes for that, where even this movie, Jafar didn't seem to be interested in marriage. It was basically, no. I'm marrying you just... Just so I can have you, yeah. Exactly, which I liked about that. Mm-hmm. And then... It's less creepy. Oh, way less Super creepy. Super less weird and like that he's less like... Ugh. Yeah, no, I hated man. that about the original. And remember the original where she's like starts making out with him? That way yeah, you're like, Aladdin can go and... Steal the lamp back? Stop. Oh, man. It <laughs> just, it felt so weird. It was like, oh, this is... Man, maybe we do need feminism. Yeah. Um... <laughs> no, for real, yeah. Like, um... This twist was way better so... than that. So, yeah, I, I, like, I like the political Jafar. I agree. Um, one of my favorite changes was, we talked about it, was Awkward Aladdin. We called it Political Jafar and Awkward Aladdin. We were, writing, <laughs> we're doing the write-up for this. Um, but, yeah, I super liked how Aladdin kind of had absolutely no idea what he was doing. And that made his character so much more interesting, and it made it so much more... It made Jasmine's character even better, too. Yes. Because the fact that he had no idea what he was doing, and she had a lot of idea of what she was doing, and she was being disliked, and he was just tricking her, and it made her character be just a lot more, like, real and just better. Just a better character all around. That's... And I will give the script credit for that aspect. Yeah. Is essentially... So what we're going to do is, we're, you know, right now we have all these characters in a bit of boxes, right? So if we can turn the villain into someone who's interested in, it doesn't matter, you know, killing another area. And it turns out that's where her mom's from, right? We, can, we have that connection now, and now she's got vested interest. Like you said, Aladdin is super awkward, has no idea what he's doing. Well, perfect, because she does know what she's doing. It makes the relationship work. Yes. And it's less of like, oh my gosh, I found him on the street and I love him. Right. It's a lot less of that and it actually makes sense. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. And like, it makes it seem like that she is not just like being saved, which I think is what Disney's trying to do is make it less of like princesses are getting saved by uh, like male figure A. Sure. It's, It's more of like their relationship actually works because they both bring something to the table and now they're going to rule together in the end. 
And she, right. it makes sense that she is the leader because she is the, you know, she's heir been to the throne. Right. And also she just is the one that knows what she's doing. She's been preparing And Aladdin is just yes. the one that, like, m- encourages her, basically, and makes her kind of see the the city as she she right. wanted to, you know? Like, she, now, someone from the city is who she loves. Like, and she, like, she's just completely involved with the city and the people. So, right, it, it feels like a marriage of two worlds mm-hmm. where it's someone, yeah, right. <laughs> but it's someone who wants to, who's on, who's already on top of the class structure, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who's on the bottom, yeah, but she's interested in helping yeah. the bottom totally. rise up and, and continue to work. So, I, I do like that. In like we both said, the biggest change of the movie by far is Jasmine's role. Mm-hmm. And I think her role by itself, it wouldn't work unless you kind of give everyone else more context mm-hmm. in, in helping her now seem extremely competent. Yes. Uh, you know, that awkward scene where he's sitting there, just keeps talking, and what was it about? Yams? Uh, jams. <laughs> jams. Jams, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and keeps going on, and she's looking at him thinking, man, like, what are you talking about? Stop being an idiot. Yeah. Like, you're not the first person that's come through this door is trying to marry me. Right. Like, just, what are you doing? Uh, so, I, I did like that. Um, Three great changes yeah, for totally. it. Uh, and with, one thing I was going to go off yeah, that is sorry. the Prince Ali song. Totally the best song, I think, in the movie. Because, it, it, I mean, it was just great. Because Will Smith was just kind of leading the pack mm-hmm. and totally like, I created this and I'm going to like do this for you because you wish this. I'm taking over. Don't worry. Here's I got your entourage. This. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to give you everything. And like, in the animated version... Aladdin kind of figures out how to, like, do it and seem charming up there. And this time he had absolutely no idea. And he was like, I don't know. Just throwing, like, money to, like... I love how in the original they have the weird prince show up initially, right? And he's a little more like Jafar, like, mustache twirler as well. Mm -hmm. This one, they just have a goofy guy there. He's an idiot. Absolutely an idiot. And it's a great (laughs) contrast of, okay, he's a complete moron, and her whole argument is, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be with this guy. Look at him. He's an idiot. He's such an idiot. Uh, and I like <laughs> how then all of a sudden Aladdin shows up and it's okay. Like, this is what we're contrasting. So yeah. he's got actually a bigger entourage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, actually, dude, you've got everything you need. All you have to do is just be yourself. Yeah. And that sets up. I love the relationship then between Genie and him where Genie's like, man, just be yourself. Like, it's going to work. Yeah. She uh, likes you. I also think that played a factor in when it's in, when it talks about in the end of the movie. Of course, in the original, Jasmine change or the Sultan changes the rules that she has to marry a prince so she can marry Aladdin. In this version, she becomes the Sultan and Jen changes the rule and marries whoever she wants. Yes, that makes a lot more sense because the Sultan has more trust in Aladdin because he is like himself, and the Sultan's able to see that. I think more Certainly. through kind of the the experience that he has and the way that Aladdin kind of conducts himself at the end of the movie. And, like, he just straight up... He, like, turned down, basically, being the prince until, like, she went after and got him. Yes. Like, he left. Like, he was gone. Yes. He's like, all right, I'm I'm d- kind of done Like, no, it. Yeah, like, I don't deserve this. Yeah, exactly. I don't deserve it. I've been exactly. But the Sultan's like, you can change a lot. He's a good man. And I thought that made it... That made the Sultan's character even better. Again, the Sultan's character was less. A lot less than what he was in the animated version. I think the Sultan's character... Yes, he also was manipulated a lot yeah. more in the animated version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one, you know, it's so. And I'll get to this in one of my, my in our next category here. But I, I do think the way Jafar's powers work are are a little strange yeah. in this version. Yeah. 
Um, where in the last, you can do it easier and animated, right? Because mm-hmm. you can just give them loopy eyes and then it's okay, they've been. <laughs> yeah. Where this, it's okay, the guys actually have to pretend like he's being hypnotized. Yeah. Um, so. We'll see, but and like no one notices that he's hypnotized, like yeah, right, exactly. It's kind of weird. Also, a uh, final aspect to a good change is I like the genie. It's small, but I do like the genie's relationship with uh, Dolly. I think her name is. Is that right? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, that's, that, that was a really, nice that's change. A good ad. Yeah, that's and a good ad. it was cool seeing the dynamic between uh, her, Jasmine, and then Aladdin and him. It was, it was, it was like it was like a buddy cop and buddy girl romance yeah. romantic comedy. Right, it was, exactly. It was really funny. And so. I liked it a lot. Very good. Uh, very well done from everybody there. That was good writing. Good at. Yeah. All right. Now, one thing to uh, change. Uh, Brendan, we do actually have a few after you're just kind of thinking about the movie. So yeah. why don't we just start with you? You just kind of jump into some of your changes. Yeah. So one thing I'd add is, so I don't mind the warmongery Jafar because I think that's good and it lets other characters' roles expand. But the one thing I did like about original Jafar is that he's super cunning. And I think he was not really cunning at all in this version. And you kind of, in the original version, you kind of understand how he would be able to get the Sultan's trust. Yes. Either what is his mind controlling him, or he's just putting the right people in place and kind of moving yes. the dominoes to be up in power. It also helps the Sultan in the original. I mean, he's an idiot. He's gullible. Yes. He's so it, gullible. Like, I love how he just keeps giving Yago all the crackers. Yeah. Right? And... You see that where Jafar can easily rise up. Easily exactly. manipulate This one, it felt like the Sultan was a little more competent. Yeah, the Sultan was really competent. And, and that, that just made sorry. Jafar's character kind of seem like, how did he get here? Right. What did, what did he do? Did he just hypnotize him every single time? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, he's not cunning. He's just kind of angry all the time. He's very angry. Especially at the end. I mean, I know in the animated version, he is angry. But, but in this version, he's just super the angry. The animated version, he gets tricked into it. Yeah, but this version, In a more believable way. Upset. Because I like how Aladdin in the original jumps in. And actually, well, I'll, I'll jump into this as well. Because mine, I have, a, I have a funny one. But my problem is the ending. Is that the ending in the original is Aladdin basically outsmarting him. Is realizing, okay, this guy's obsessed with power, right? So what, what can we do? And he points out, hey... You want, like, the best person in the world. The genie's still the best person. Like, he's the strongest in the world, so you'll always be second best. And then Jafar's like, wait a second. All right, well, perfect. Then make me a better genie than you. Mm-hmm. And then Aladdin's like, got him. Yeah. Where this felt more, like you said, it was angry Jafar, because then mm-hmm. the old one, like, he was smart about what he was doing. Yes. The whole point in the original was that he got played on his own game. Yes. This one, it was kind of not like that. Aladdin was cunning, but Jafar wasn't cunning, so it didn't really make any... Like you said, he it just... didn't work as well as it He was. seemed like... And he says in the movie, he's a street rat. Mm-hmm. He seemed like that. when Once he was got power, he's like, yep, yeah, just keep getting it, keep getting it. Go, 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 go. Uh, I mean, my least favorite scene is easily that one where he shows up and... Guys, I mean, you guys know I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. So Game of Thrones, their whole point of... Honestly, the whole story is... Power resides where men believe it to reside. Okay? So, imagine watching Game of Thrones two weeks ago, ending, being on that train for a while, and then Jafar here is like, I wish to be Sultan. And then the men are like, oh, well, know what? We were just protecting them, but now that you just made a wish from this magic blue dude, <laughs> you're, you're <so> right. right. <laughs> it, I thought that was super weird, too. It just felt odd and then it's misplaced, dumb. and it like, led why? to a weird song. Are you that, like attached to your like moral code that 
oh man, we should. He clearly is wearing that hat. Yes. That must mean that he is the Sultan. Well, oh my Sultan! Like I don't. And that's what? what it looked like and felt like. He clearly just used his this magical genie dude to get the Sultan power. He's not the Sultan. He's just Jafar with a hat. No, in uh, <laughs> my favorite Game of Thrones moment in the first season is when uh, Ned Stark. Uh, Brendan hasn't seen it, but. Basically, a character goes in and has a letter from the king saying, I'm going to be protector of the realm until your son's of age. He hands it to them, and they rip it up, and they say, well, we don't care. This is worthless because we have more soldiers, so we can, we're, we're going to win no matter what, mm-hmm. right? And it's, we don't, it doesn't matter what anyone writes down or anything like that. It matters who's sitting on the throne, who's in charge. Power is power. So then you see this, and it's, it's the opposite of, oh, well, you know, I just said six minutes ago after we locked you up, that I only listen to the law. And the law technically says I support the Sultan. Now that you've wished to be Sultan, I in your, Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. My man. That's just artificial at that point. Yeah, and then we get that song, which we both were kind of like, eh, it's a bit out of place, where Jasmine's singing about she won't be silenced. And, man, I get it. It's feminist undertones. Not, uh, who am I kidding? It's not even undertones. No, it's, it's blatant tones. Yeah. Like, it's overtones. <laughs> but, I mean, and, and it's fine. It was fine. Is also the, it was the only thing, like two minutes of my life. But the whole thing felt weird. Yeah, it felt weird. Like well, of and then she comes to the woman and says, "You supported me for years. Is this what you want?" And he's like, "Oh no, well, of oh, course not." Oh, duh. Like, like that's what you should have done that first place. Right. Like yeah, we just wasted five minutes. Why didn't he just say, for "Yeah, real? I don't care if you're Sultan. I'm sticking by these people." All right. Yeah. Now I don't think exactly. he's an idiot. Like, I am a competent person, and that is how I got to be the head general, is that I understand, you know, <laughs> I understand, like, life. Right. Honestly. Right. I don't, I don't obey genies in hats. Yes. <laughs> and hats. Voldemort, Jafar. Voldemort. <laughs> Jafar ends up getting these powers where he's just kind of controlling people and hovering them, and I don't know. It, you know, it also didn't sorcerer help. powers are, like... Some Captain Marvel stuff. Like, yeah, he's man. super overpowered at the end. Weird. And it's just interesting. Yeah. And I do miss the original where he's basically running a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there. And it's Iago. <laughs> Polly, want a cracker? Take all the crackers! <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I do miss a lot of that. Uh, so that's another change we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, Iago, give him a voice. Jafar! I miss it so much. I wanted it so bad. Well, because, uh, Brennan, does Jafar have any friends in this movie? Not really. He's kind of just a loner who just, like, just wants to, like, take over kingdoms, I guess. It doesn't make any, really make any sense. Bouncing, he doesn't have anybody they can trust. Really. Dude, bouncing back to your point, how did he get this high up? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, if, this, if he's been like this his whole life, I guess he just mind-controlled people and just killed people until he got his way. That makes sense. Yeah. And Iago, man, when he has a voice, he's funny. He gives us a lot of humor there. This time, it's just a sad man talking to an actual parrot. Wow, that sounds a lot more depressing. Right? And it is more depressing, I feel like. Yeah, it's totally... That is weird. So... Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of weird Uh, I mean movie we can both agree was good overall but yeah man that ending just it kind of fell flat for me Mm -hmm. Um, yeah it fell flat for me too I did I did like though Aladdin freeing genie where he's like kind of the same way come on man like I'll get your prince we'll be good we'll Mm -hmm. knock this out and then he's like he's like super ready like alright I'm ready what are you gonna give me what are you gonna do and he's like alright I'll do it genie I wish you to be free and he's like what (laughs) right and it was it was it was a good ending to their relationship because they had been through a lot and like the fact that he still remembered that Jeannie just wanted to be free. It was, it was, it was cool and, and yeah. I like that. So. Definitely. Uh, so cool. And then Jeannie had somewhere to go. 
after he was freed. Not like, not like the original where after he's freed, he's like, well, once Genie's free, what is he going to do? Yeah. He's like, I'm going to Disneyland or Disney World. And he's a blue yeah, and, guy. Yeah. And it's, it's weird because it makes sense why also Aladdin would want to free him because he has somebody now. He has, what's her name, Dahlia? Yeah, yeah but they he also are kind of like friends. Yeah. And it's just like helping a brother out, you know? <laughs> so. well, basically, yeah. So, uh, all right, Brendan, uh, we want to do final ratings. So, guys, normally we do one to ten scale. We're switching this up because truth is, we bring to this issue of, all right, let's just say you give the movie, who cares, a seven, right? But then you give The Dark Knight a nine. And you realize, yeah, this movie is not even close to that. No. So, instead, we're just going to do, well, based on our expectations, you know, when you have a bad student, and they write a pretty good paper, and you're like, shoot, <laughs> normally I give this a C, but sh- I got you a B minus. Nice job, Skippy. It felt kind of like that. So uh, anyway, final rating, what would you give it? I'd give it a solid B. Uh, if I had to pick a way to go up or down, I'd, I'd, I'd probably go towards B plus just because it's one of my favorite movies. I'm biased, all right. Sure. And, and I think that they, I think they did a good job overall with it. I think it was one of those movies where they didn't need to touch it yet, but they did, and it was great. Yeah. So, and, and like, honestly, like, yeah. And we're going to have to see with The Lion King, see how that goes. Yep. I, I, I got a feeling that I might have different thoughts about that. But yeah, we'll see. for this one, I thought it was it was, it was was solid B, B+. Plus. I like that. Uh, so I'm a slightly lower. I have it down as a B-. minus. Good movie. I, I, I did like it. But at the end of the day, it's a bit forgettable. Um, where Beauty and the Beast, I want to make this clear, is unforgettable in bad ways. <laughs> it is completely forgettable and yet unforgettable. Yes. Same I mean, it, it's, just, it's kind of a tough watch where you watch. I don't know. I watched and it was two hours and like 20 minutes. Like, wow, this thing does it's not great. end. Uh, this movie, two hours, it was a pretty good length. But it had a lot of great moments in it. Even the added scenes, such as like the dance sequence. Yeah. It's funny. It keeps it light for the, the most part. that they added really made the movie better. And without them, it would have been... Hmm, it would have been Beauty and the Beast. Like, that level. Oh, yeah. Without those added, that added stuff. Because I think with you, with the addition of... You know, Beauty and the Beast... Let's take... Je- uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Belle, for example. You know, poor Belle basically is in the town and we get an extra, like, 40 minutes of the townspeople just being even dumber than we... <laughs> They're so dumb. <laughs> it's just silly. Uh, where... I'm like, can we just get out of here? Like, I'm just done. Right. Let's just go to the... Uh, like, let's just go to the castle and just get this over. It's weird. And in this movie, Naomi Scott's significantly better. Uh, she's a good addition. You know, acting's fine. I don't think there's anything of note there. Uh, but I think she, she's much better princess wise. Like she's more interesting character. Totally. Like if there's another, if there was a second movie to hear, I would be okay with it because I'd be interested in seeing what these characters are still up yeah, to. Yeah, totally. Or Beauty and the Beast, I have thinking, no interest. Like, honestly, like they, like they, I know there has there were sequels to Aladdin, the animated DVD. sequels, yeah, like DVD sequels. But like they could do a, a sequel to this movie with a completely new story and the same characters, and it could probably work. Right, honestly. and I'd be interested in actually seeing that yeah. movie too. Totally. Uh, I mean, there would be no genie, so it'd be kind of hard to see how that would work. They, they could. But Jafar they could. would be a genie if they're going to bring Jafar back. That's true. Sure. And they could always bring yeah, him back. Work. So. Yeah, it could um, I, I doubt they will. They won't. <laughs> right. But Naomi Scott's excellent. Uh, I did like all the acting. was good. Just the story, once again, just kind of fell 
I don't know why. It, it wasn't one of those movies where I want to go back and jump into it and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, you know, if we're looking back at, like, old uh, movies, I guess, old, like, Disney movies, it felt along the same lines as, like, a, I don't know, like, Hunchback of Notre Dame, where you watch it, mm. and it's good. Yeah. It's got some good beats to it, but truth is, I huh. don't ever really need to watch that movie again. Um, yeah. If that makes totally. sense. Something like Robin Hood or something like that. Right, where once it, movies like that. Yes, yeah. a good movie, fun. but it didn't feel like a classic. I, I, I like I like your 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 one better because it had music in it. Yeah, and it was exactly like the same kind of thing. Right. Um, so looking back, I, I've still the Jungle Book is a great live action redo. I, I think that's I mean yeah. just incredible. La- that was super old, and like no one yes. honestly remembered that. <laughs> and, and I was telling you, I even I saw the Cinderella one. Uh, Cinderella was very good because once again they're updating older movies where. You know, it, you can change the story a little bit, and it, it doesn't make a difference because we're a brand new generation. Yeah. It feels odd being 25 now. I've seen the original. I grew up on the original. Now I'm watching the newer one. And, and I don't know. It's tough to really improve on a classic. And when they try to improve on Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, they're about to try to improve Lion King, I, I don't see it really doing well. Yeah. Right? So. I think in a lot of ways they did improve on the original, but in a lot of ways it is it's not as good, and and that's just the risk you're gonna run. And I think every single one of these Disney live action ones, musicals especially, are gonna be like that because mm-hmm. using the same music, so it's not like you're having new better music. And honestly, it's either gonna be there's gonna be some parts that they add that are bad, or some parts they add that are good, mm-hmm. and then some things they change that are bad, some things they change that are good. It's, it's honestly just the risk you're running. Let's be honest. These movies are just to get people out to the theaters. It's money makers. Money. Yep. Money and honest, and you're right. It's totally. I would totally find not watching this again because I know exactly what's gonna happen. Right. And like, but honestly, it was cool to go have that experience to go see it again. Yes, it was. It. I completely agree with you. I came out of that movie thinking I liked this movie. I thought it was a good movie. Um, just n- nothing. I really. Yeah. I, yeah. I and that's okay. That's all right. You know, sometimes you go into a film, you see it, you're like, oh, that was great. I don't really need any rewatch value. There's no references to be made about the movie in the future. So, and that's okay. Can't complain. But yeah. Anyway, uh, Brendan, anything else you want to add? I don't know. I mean, I'm, ex- I'm excited. We got, uh, what Guys, we got coming up. We have a lot of movies schedule. coming up. Uh, so we've got Godzilla this weekend. We're actually probably going to go see that. Uh, I, oh, Rotten Tomatoes correspondent's not here, but he's kept us informed. Mm-hmm. And... Apparently that's pretty low on totem pole, but who cares? I mean, it's Godzilla. If it's you just want Godzilla. To, I want to see a monster movie. Yeah, somebody on the Rotten Tomatoes was like, "It proves again that great CGI cannot mask a bad story." Yes. And I'm like, dude, that's been like every Godzilla movie, like literally ever. <laughs> I just want to watch Godzilla <laughs> like, kill some cares? monsters. That's all I'm interested in. Like, I mean, the, yeah. I've, I mean, I think personally, the, the King Kong movies have been a lot better than the Godzilla movies, like over the yeah, course yeah, of history. Yeah, Especially Skull Island was really good. Yeah. So uh, I mean, this. I mean, I'm not. I'm expecting it to be not a great story, but who who cares? Does, as long as it's, it's just, better than Crimes of Grindelwald, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. That if we're measuring on that, I mean, gosh, I hope so. But like, and dude, honestly, what we're just waiting for is Godzilla vs Kong, because that is going to be. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to see that in in IMAX, which I'm sure we will. Oh, gotcha. This is gonna be amazing. Yeah. Then June, we've got a few movies. We got I know Toy Stories coming out. Men in Black, we'll maybe see. Uh, there's another movie on June seventh. I'm forgetting. Oh, 
And that's okay. I'll yeah, I'll think of it later. Uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Spider-Man: Far From Home, July. Which Lion King. Looks really, really good. Yeah, so I'm excited. Far From Home, and, and it's exciting. What you're actually saying is a, technically a Phase Three movie. Oh, is Kevin it? Feige has said that it's technically the end of Phase Three oh, because okay. it's kind of like an ode to the end of. It's like you know, Ant Man. It's two. it's the bridge movie between Phase Three and remembering the characters and yeah. remembering events of Endgame and moving on. Perfect from that. It's 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 the complete bridge and I and I honestly I kind of always thought of it as a phase three movie too I respect so, that especially because they announced it you know before they announced like any other movies in phase four so Certainly. kind of always been phase three alright and then we've got a few movies in the fall we've got it so yeah. Comic Con also Comic Con oh, oh yeah this will be such a fun Comic Con because yes. this will be like the biggest Marvel Comic Con in a while I think since I mean probably Infinity War the one before that yeah definitely the one before so Infinity War and probably even the one before Avengers the oh, first true. Avengers movie because Kevin Feige is going to announce, like, the next four yep. or five years of We'll Marvel do a movies. whole trailer breakdown. Like, we'll, probably at yeah. least 12 it's movies or something like that. It's going to be really super fun. awesome. So we'll probably get the, like, maybe the name of the third Spider-Man movie or something sure. like that. Because Comic-Con like Panther. comes out after Spider-Man Far From Home. Yep. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be fun. So yeah. interesting. So thank you guys for listening, as always. Uh, be on the lookout. We actually are coming up with some new stuff. We aren't going to... We're not going to release it yet. We're not going to say anything. But we've got a lot of new ideas. And, uh, yeah, so kind of excited about where we're going from here. But uh, if you guys have anything you ever want to send to us, shoot us an email. Shoot us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're always happy to get some stuff from you guys. And uh, thank you guys for listening as always. Brendan. See you.